Let's uh, let's let's. There's a million places to go here today, but Pat, let's start by opening up the NBA standings here on uh, <laughs> December seventh. The Better Minnesota Timberwolves. What's their magic number to clinch the Western <laughs> Conference? Know. Dude, they are sixteen and four and a three-game mm-hmm. lead over the second-place team right now. <laughs> and the greatest strategy they ever had was to miss the play-in tournament because last night. They were not good. They weren't making no. their shots. Uh, Ant wasn't ready to roll after the injury. But they had San Antonio instead of somebody good. And uh, they uh, they gave, what, 15 straight losses for San Antonio? Now, 15 straight losses. And Greg Popovich, he was playing the second half of the fourth quarter without a point guard on the floor. Mm-hmm. I think there's some – once the ball started rolling in the direction of – Eight losses, nine losses. I mm-hmm. think Pop sees it clearly. Maybe we can you get know, another number one pick. You know, in. you know what is amazing? He did that once before. He got uh, David Robinson, and then later he got Tim Duncan. Maybe Duncan. So, uh, which was a really good tandem. And uh, you know what? Uh, you know what's amazing is fifteen in a row is not the longest active losing streak in the NBA. Detroit's eighteen now. Oh my gosh. I mean this is all the things that they've said about tanking and silver and the guys and trying to come up with these you can't get the number one draft choice two years in a row or something. There's still five of them dedicated to trying to get as many ping pong balls as they possibly can. So Yeah, yeah. Anyway amazing. Yeah, they, uh, you know, they were not, uh, they were not that good last night. I just sit there and if I, my, if my fret about them is, is, is that uh, Mike, Con- Michael Connolly is just not going to be able to play this much. He's age 37. And what, what happens if he misses two weeks? You know, yeah, that's you know, kind of the, that's kind of the, the one Milton big is a joke. He's horrible. Get somebody <laughs> else in here. Get, he can't play. Every time he's on the floor, you're at a disadvantage. No matter who's out there with him, yeah. he makes the other team better than you. He is so God awful. I, but you got to try to play him, I guess, because they don't have anybody else. But he's terrible. It is weird because he was he was not this bad when he was with Philadelphia. So I don't really know what's happening. But you're right. He was. It's funny. In the 12 minutes he was on the court last night, the Wolves were a minus 12. In the 36 minutes that they were on the court without Shake Milton, the Wolves were a plus 20. Yeah. So yeah, he so literally he just, like single-handedly shipwrecked that game in some way. Yes, he runs around. I mean, I don't have anything against him personally. He's been, probably he spent his whole life being called Chick. I suppose what the hell, but uh, uh, I just he's they 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 knew they needed a backup point guard because Michael Connolly's thirty-seven years old, and yeah. uh, and they were and then they thought McLaughlin was healthy and he could do it. I've never liked him that well, anyway. But uh, yeah. somewhere out there, you got to go uh, find somebody. And uh, one of these tanking teams has got to oh. have a point guard that you can get. Don't I'll give you one. Okay, there's a guy who happens to be playing for the lowly Washington Wizards right now with his expiring contract. You might know him. His name is Tyus. He's from Minnesota. Oh yes. Yes, now he could, oh, it's an expiring contract, so you wouldn't have I believe to. I so. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, oh, God, yes, that would be fantastic. It would be, uh, that maybe that'll happen, yeah. So, that yeah, is, he signed a two-year, $29 million contract with the Grizzlies, and then he was, I think he was included, was it in the Beal trade where there were teams cycling around? But, yeah, he is a, 
So this year it's it's a fourteen million dollar hit this year. So you'd have to find a way to like yeah. match the prorated yeah. salaries in some form. But but yeah, yeah then, you know, then you'd be a free agent. So yeah, because they're they're just so much better with Connolly on the court than with anybody else. But God, you're pushing them twenty eight minutes a game for a guy that age, and uh, they uh, they've been lucky so far. But uh, man, go bear! What it's uh, I you know they it, it's amazing how this has worked out because he's so good I, there was nobody <laughs> trade ever there was nobody more off the hook than me saying why why did they make this trade and now you're seeing a and it, you know the funny the quotes from finch and Connolly and a couple other guys is they never saw him this good ever even when he was no. in utah they don't think when he was the defensive player of the year because he's I mean, somehow they figured out exactly how to use them, which is really don't have to get creative down there, Rudy. Dunk and uh, then run out and set a screen and uh, keep yep. it keep it simple as ever could be. But again, he was banged up last year, so you just got to – that game is – you know, that game is so dangerous in the sense that you're always one step from – missing two weeks you know you know, he's step on somebody's foot or something yeah. like that he, but, i know uh, i know it was the spurs and the spurs are one of the worst teams in the league so it's a, a a big grain of salt here but last night was one of the most efficient performances of any player in the league this season when you start yes. to look so gobert played 30 minutes he scored 16 points on eight shots so we're just talking <laughs> efficiency right three fouls early and yeah. yeah, and it included the three fouls in the first yeah. ten minutes of the game, right? So sixteen points on eight shots, twenty rebounds in thirty minutes. He had the two blocks, two assists, and he was a plus thirty-one in the thirty minutes he was on the court. Yeah, I saw a plus thirty-one. <laughs> I know, and that stat can be a little distorted once in a For while. Sure. When you're plus thirty-one, you had a night. <laughs> no matter who you yeah. know, there's there's uh, there's nothing you could do, uh, nothing you can say in bad mouth, and. A lot of that time spent with the guy who's supposed to be the future of basketball, the seven foot five guy, right? So Wemby, uh, Wemby. yeah, Wemby. Wemby yeah, was uh, Wemby. a tough night for Wemby. Well, Wemby's time. proving that it's a, it's a, it's a, it, it, even if you look phenomenal playing in France or someplace, it's a, there's a learning curve here, especially when you're surrounded by a bad team. So that's, uh, that's yeah. something. But yeah, it's, uh, it's astounding. Six now they it gets the schedule gets tougher here. What do they got? Uh, I saw some stat. I got Memphis first, the and then it gets tougher. Yeah, fifteen of the next sixteen games are against uh, teams that are over five hundred. So yeah, nice. they'll get but, the, the go, go beat Memphis on Friday, and then then it gets then it gets weird after that. Okay, yeah. where are they in the league as far as your guys' belief that uh, among the best teams, top five or six in the league? Yeah, what, what do you, you say? Uh, Joe? What do you think? Yeah, top five. They're top five mm-hmm. right now. I mean, they are they are definitively top five. You I know what? Say. Here here's the difference. Last night they're playing like crap. I never thought they would actually lose. No, mm-hmm. I didn't either. That's it. That is. But we all say, "Oh, this is a game they would have lost last year, or the year before." Well, two years ago they won forty six games. Last year, they won, what, 44 games or something like that? 44 games. So they won games like this. They didn't always lose games like this. They lost a few of them. But this is a game they would have lost. Well, maybe not. But the <laughs> no. bad team stat, Pat, that, that Phil has, that that's the thing. Yeah. Last year, they played down to, to their opponents, yes. and they couldn't come back. Last night, I thought, oh, third quarter, they'll be fine. And they were. 
That's the thing, Pat. So last year they were, I mean, you're right. They're not, they're not, sometimes we go over the top and say like every game that looks like yeah, that. Every game like I agree. Could have lost. But, but they were against, against below 500 teams last year. They were 17 and 18. Yes. If you look at some of the other teams in the league. So like Sacramento was 26 and eight against bad teams. Memphis was 27 and eight against bad teams uh, in the Eastern conference. The Cavaliers, who weren't even like a—I mean, they were a playoff team, yeah. but they weren't a contender. They were thirty and five against below five hundred teams. <laughs> yeah. So th- you can say safely the Wolves lost probably compared to the other contenders ten or more games more against the worst teams last year than they should have. And, and the coach agrees with you that you know. I mean, what what did he say all all summer and into the start of the practice uh, for the fall? We got to get more mature, more maturity. Right. Uh, in other words, show up. Here's what's incredible, though: they are not resting, guys. They are. If you're if you're healthy that night, you play. And Ant probably and, should not have played last night. He was limping around. He's like mm-hmm. grabbing his hip. But it's you know, all right. It's wolves culture, yeah. Pat. Wolves yeah. culture. You play. Well, it's a culture in the sense that. You know that it was all up to him last night. They weren't. They weren't saying, you know, you get out there and play. And he, he's a guy that likes to play, so let him play. And uh, you know, a year ago we had, you know, I don't think you think this year with the approach you see from everybody that Cat would have missed fifty games or sixty games with a bad calf. Uh, I, I don't think. I don't think anybody was in a big hurry to come back last year. For they were trying yeah. to into each other. I think I think Cat was what well, you, you go and trade for a seven footer and now you want me to learn how to play basketball over again? What the hell are you doing? He yeah. was as confused by it as the rest of us. I'm it sure. does feel like everything and even like D I mean think about just the swapping of Delo, who's just a petulant child of a basketball player. Yeah. For Mike Conley, yeah. who's the consummate yeah. professional, you know, is to, like that swap. It it does feel like it sounds cliche though. It, it does sound like all these guys just like being around each other more than they did maybe a year ago. And, and go bears. I think go bears, a, a personality you have to sort of warm up to over time. He's he, mm-hmm. go bear. Doesn't come into a room and, you know, have the magnetic personality that Anthony Edwards might have. Well, and, I, I don't think he has the, uh, the American, uh, the, the U S thing up here because he you know he was making jokes about COVID and stuff but then right. the next day he had COVID <laughs> yeah. you know the next but he wasn't day he doing COVID. he wasn't doing it in like the Aaron Rodgers way where he's, no, he was he's doing smugly. it like the, he was doing it in the French goofball way that uh some of that <laughs> yeah. stuff doesn't work around here you know yeah. sometimes French someplace <laughs> but the, the fact of the matter is we uh we were you know me more than anybody in October was saying listen these guys are going to trade cat at the trading deadline this year. This is not going to work. You know, this is cats, not cats going to go into them and say, I don't want to be here. <laughs> and I would say that was only inaccurate by 180 degrees. So uh, <laughs> Pat, this is a, this has become a perfect situation for cat. Cause yes. he can kind of, he, no one's looking at him and saying, Hey, mm-hmm. we need you to save the franchise like five or six years ago. They're looking at him as okay. Rudy's got Rudy's got the defensive. He's the anchor on defense. Anthony Edwards is the personality and the face of of the franchise yes. and the offense. Conley's here as a leader. Kyle Anderson's here as a leader. So just go go do your thing and and find a fit. And 
there's not much pressure on him to sort of shoulder the whole thing. And uh, I think we also, the because of ESPN talk shows and Stephen A. Smith and other morons, we have to say, whose team is this? I've gone on this rant before. Well, if Michael Jordan's on a team, it's his team. And if LeBron James is on a team, it's his team. And if Luka Doncic, obviously, that's his team. But in Giannis, that's his team. But these, we don't have to worry about that here. It's Nas, it's, it's Nas Reed's it, team, actually. It's, it's everybody's team. It's every hey Nas. It's Troy Brown's about, team. Nas had a couple three weeks where I wasn't doing much, but he's uh, back in. Uh, he's, he's back good last night. Again. He was great last night. Good last so, night. So uh, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I got a little mean on Twitter to the one guy that texted you and says, yeah, "I've been watching the watching them or tweeted you. I've been watching you them for the first time this year." Why should I be impressed? We don't give a bleep if you are or not. But here's how you can get impress impressed. me. <laughs> Here, I can impress you. Sixteen and four. Right. You know. Yeah. It reminds me of, as I told you guys a few times, that when they all all the twins from the late nineties there were attacking me one day in the middle. There was five or six yelling at me, and they said, "Can you write this?" And I said. Look at the standings. I kept saying, look at the standings. That was my defense, you know. In this case, if you want to be excited about the Wolves, all you got to do is look at the standings. Don't look at 24 minutes of the first half. Yeah. Because it's, it's the NBA. And as Judd said, you watched them last night. And you said, well, they are very good. But when push comes to shove, they're going to win the game. Just like the previous game, they were not in Charlotte. Uh, yeah. Charlotte, they weren't that good either. But uh you know, some nights you aren't making shots, and it takes. But if you can grind out a win, who cares? So, Amen. Anyway. Hey, speaking of hoops, how about that go for basketball? How about that plucky yeah. effort at the bar you, last you night? Ba- you all bailed at halftime. All you? Uh, no, they they actually ba- bailed before the. If you saw I, the attendance, uh... they bailed before the game started. I watched something else and turned it. I was actually in an exchange with a gopher SID type about something that I said, poor Ben, he can't get a break. You know, it's Dawson Garcia, and he says, they just went ahead. I said, what? And I turned it on. <laughs> but uh, you know what I like? That I like those two guys, Payne and Ola Joseph. Yeah. Because one of them's from Park High, the other's from Park Center. And those guys, when they go down low, they got bad ideas on there. They are mean SOBs. Now, Dawson's their you know, big scorer, but those two guys, they will run through a wall type of guys and uh, Payne yeah. and uh, Ola Joseph. And, uh, you know, I, Hummel's pretty good. I think Hummel's pretty good as a commentator. He's, the delivery might not be great, but he says smart things. He and, and he was uh, talking about, uh, you know, Ola Joseph, how does he not get have 12 rebounds because he's down there knocking people out of the way and doing stuff. So, uh, yeah, boy, did they need that because Garcia gets hurt. And I, I told you guys, Nebraska is terrible. And I, I guess I watched them against Creighton and they were, you know, Creighton's good, but they still were terrible. And when you get down 17 to them at home, wow. Was anybody there last night? I wasn't at the game, so I don't. I know saw that. Nadine was there, and that's that's all yeah. I saw. Our, our yeah. gallery. No, I, mean, I just wondered. If, so I not. just wondered what they actually had in for the crowd. It didn't look great, huh? It, it didn't look great from the uh, great, Babu yeah. pictures I saw documenting the experience. 
It didn't look too good. Well, they're, uh, you know, they're, they're not going to go to the tournament or anything, but they're not as hopeless as they were last year. They got, yeah. you know, the first year they got a bunch of uh, guys from Vermont and stuff, transfers who were 24 years old and stole a couple of games early. But there is, they need guards is what they need. They're okay down low if Garcia is okay, but they need guards and what, you know, hopefully he'll win enough games to save his job. I don't know if they'll run them out or not. But. I think we hang hang a banner for we're not as hopeless as you thought yeah. we were going to be. I think we've yeah. raised that one up to the rafter. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's uh, that is uh, that that's it. But uh, hey, uh, you got to win. You got to win. Otherwise, you're you know that 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 early those early Big Ten games. You got to look at that zero two for a long time. <laughs> you got a month to look at. Where you know you're already owing two in the Big Ten, so uh, it's uh, it's nice to have one one uh, before you have to wait along. Now they now they wade through a bunch of months and uh, and then go. By the way, I got a, another thing. I was don't don't uh, what I, it's hard to explain why I was why I was looking at this, but I was looking at the Gopher hockey schedule. Yeah, they. Don't play a home game, Judd, because of the big break and everything from November 26th, which was last week ago, till January. This big break they take this for this year, it's a month. What are they doing? What a bunch of morons. Just because of finals and stuff? Or like what what is well, the no, no it's because they got a break, back they to, take a break. They gotta push back the NCAA tournament, so they they wait forever, but they take this big because they start so damn early. St. Thomas just, is the is the same way too. I just cause we're because we run their games on fifteen hundred yeah. ESPN. It's like they don't play for like three Yeah, the weeks. men take like three and a half. Just weeks tweeted out. that Michigan Wolverine hockey team's taking like forty one days between games. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> it's two so, seasons. They're gonna yeah, be rusty. So they're, they're gonna be. They're gonna be rusty. Taking huge breaks. <laughs> anyway, what? Uh, okay, so here's my uh, uh, the uh, you know Dobbs is starting and O'Connell. You know he could have told us that Monday, but it but there wasn't like two days of rabid speculation. If he came out Wednesday and didn't tell us who, then we then you could add the days of rabid. You know the. You know, Purple Daily could have been speculating on that for the rest of the week, right? Who's going to start? We've moved on to speculating about Brian Flores' future, actually. Yes, right? yes. There's plenty but, of other things to speculate, right? But one of my favorite dead agreed moments, right? I've, I've talked about this in the past, though. They're in Detroit in 99. And Randall Cunningham, the MVP in a couple of polls, the previous year, he didn't win the official MVP, but a couple of people they did player of the year is not playing well. And he pulls him at halftime and brings in Jeff George. Or I don't know if it was halftime, yeah. but at some point in the game, yeah, he brings in Jeff George. And we're waiting for that elevator in the Silverdome and saying, we're rubbing our hands together and saying, we're going to be able to drive Denny crazy all week, asking him who the quarterback's going to be. This will be so much. I'm going to have to go out there two extra days just to say, have you made up your mind about the quarterback, Denny? <laughs> we're all saying, ah, we're going to get him now. And uh, Denny walks in and says, Jeff George will be my starting quarterback <laughs> next week. 
you screwed us again, Danny. You <laughs> That's because Cunningham doing... pulled himself. Yeah. He was yes. pissed. Yeah. Cunningham had said, I can't play. Screw it. Yeah. Forget me. Yeah, that's. But he came in. We thought for sure it would yeah. be a whole week of rabid speculation because Daddy didn't like to give you any information. You know, he would have been a good hockey coach. But he walks right in and it's like, he knew we were all sitting there like vultures waiting to uh, do it. <laughs> you know what, though? O'Connell is smart enough to know that when you're dealing with a couple of backup QBs, it yeah. doesn't matter. Th- this was Childress's favorite thing. Am I going to start Bollinger or Holcomb? Yeah. Brad, it doesn't matter. You can start anyone you want. It doesn't. So yeah. at least in this case, because I love the whole thing. Well, if we kept this a secret between Dobbs and Mullins, the Raiders aren't going to know what type of quarterback yeah. to prepare like, for. It doesn't matter. I love Childress, right. Childress thinking too, like, oh, if they, maybe they'll spend the whole week preparing for Holcomb and then we'll <laughs> yeah, switch it up right. and put Bollinger yeah. in. <laughs> Did Kelly Kelly Holcomb didn't start once for him, right? Yeah, Kansas he City started game. like two, two or mm-hmm. was it a couple games, I thought. Yeah, I think yeah so. but he started Maybe. in Kansas City. He once the, had a 400 uh, yard playoff passing game, didn't he, with mm-hmm. the Browns? Mm-hmm. Kelly Holcomb? Mm-hmm. Yeah, against the yeah. Steelers, I think. Anyway, Danny was too smart for us that time and many other times. I remember once he got off, the, he gave us some ultra triple talk BS. And uh, he's walking down. This was a road game, too, and I'm standing there and and the one of the security one of his security guys said, eh, "You got him that time, Denny." And he said, "If I ever stop bleeping with him, let me know." <laughs> <laughs> we thought we were bleeping with Denny, but Denny was oh, bleeping yeah. with us. So he got the, you, man. So, well, was. Pat, we gotta we gotta go bleep with Doogie here for a little scoop session. So we'll, we'll we can talk we can talk more Vikings tomorrow and um and, and preview the the path ahead with you. And uh, I see that everybody has now picked up on what we were talking about the other day. This uh, regional TV stuff is made for a very uh, soft. Now the Yankees, there's about 10 teams that are going to be spending money again in the, in baseball. But the, the Kellenic, when you threw Kellenic into that Seattle trade to get rid of salary, you knew that this just isn't a twin problem in baseball. Oh, no. This is a big problem in baseball. So, yep, it's half anyway. the league. Yep. All right. All right, Pat. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Royce Unchained presented by the, by the way, by Zero Res. So make sure that your home is ready for the holidays. Make sure your stinky carpets are no longer stinky. Your, uh, just in general, make sure that your house is presentable for friends and family here this holiday season. I love a clean house personally. It gives me peace and calm. There's no better way to deep clean your house and your carpets than with Zero Res. And in fact, if you call Zero Res or go to the website today at 9520 Res or ZeroResMinnesota.com and say you want the Score North special, you can get three rooms Zero Resified starting at just $129. Three rooms Zero Resified for $129 when you say you want the Score North special, ZeroResMinnesota.com or 9520 Res. Spell it forward or backwards, it spells the same, Zero Res.